What's up, everybody? Welcome to The Start Down. I'm your host, Mike Ficarra, and you're probably asking yourself, what is The Start Down? Well, we all know the startup is a great idea or a business that maybe you're just getting going, but I want to talk about what happens when you get to work, and that's what The Start Down is all about. We're going to bring great guests here for you on the show, people who have had massive success, people who are trying to build businesses, and I'm even going to share with you some of my own experiences. And I always say, this is a little bit like a buffet. Take what you need and leave the rest. So without further ado, let's head to the show. Welcome to another episode of The Start Down. Appreciate you being here today. If you are not following us, make sure you like and subscribe to The Start Down Podcast on your favorite platform. And if you're looking to find out more about me, visit MikeFacara.com for links to all my social media. I'm really excited to talk about today's topic and kind of dig in on something that, you know, as, as being from South Florida, so those of you who don't know, I live in Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, and grew up a Miami Dolphins fan. It was really the only professional sport we had down here in Florida in the 80s, and we had a great quarterback, you know, arguably one of the greatest, uh, Dan Marino. We still talk about him today, did really well, went to the big dance, the Super Bowl once, um, and never made it there again, but we were always in contention. We were always in the playoffs, even up to Dan's very last season. And it was one of those things where we were always a really good team because we had a great offense, you know? Um, we were always in contention because we had a great quarterback. You think today of the Patriots and, uh, you know, other teams out there, the, the New Orleans Saints with Drew Brees, you know, I mean, all these teams that have had great quarterbacks, Eli Manning with the Giants, have had the ability to go and be successful. And then after Dan Marino left, We had a string of really great defenses, arguably some of the greatest defenses of all times. I mean, guys like Jason Taylor and Namakin Sue, for a long time in the early 2000s and for about the last 10 years, we've had great defenses, but it's really never gotten us anywhere, right? We've never gotten deep into the playoffs. First, second round here or there after Dan Marino left. We struggled to find that great quarterback, that great successor to Dan Marino to really take us to the next level. Um, one of my most exciting moments as a young Dolphin fan uh, was when we got Dante Culpepper. I remember I was just out of college and he was a UCF grad. So having Dante Culpepper come in was really cool. Uh, but that materialized to nothing, unfortunately. It didn't, it didn't click in the offense. So we still always had these great defenses, not a good offense, not a good offense line and we weren't successful and whether you're a football fan or not I think you can understand that analogy of we had a good offense which you know the offense scores the points right they're the ones that are responsible for putting the points on the board and the defense which is responsible for stopping the other team from scoring uh, even though we had great defenses it really wasn't what we needed to take us to the next level and you know I wanted to talk about this a little bit today because it's something I see in business a lot It's something I see with my clients and potential clients uh, at times. And it's something I see a lot on social media as well, is too many people are playing great defense and okay offense instead of the other way around, instead of playing great offense and just okay defense. And to be honest with you, the people that are playing the great offense, the people that are being really offensive, um, you know, getting in there, scoring, making connections, doing follow-up, putting up positive content, putting up content that engages their audience, calling, you know, doing a call to action are the ones that are really winning and being the most successful. The mentors, the people I learned from, my business coaches, my business mentors are playing hard on offense. And, you know, you can't not play defense, right? But it's not their main focus. I'll give you a perfect example, and and I like to use MLMs because they're really just the clearest ones. 
you look at some of the most successful people in multi-level marketing on social media, and social media has really opened up a whole world for MLMs. You know, you follow people like uh, Brian Fryer, Jesse Lee Ward that are doing great things on social media that are in MLMs are very rarely talking about a product, right? They're not saying, hey, buy my milkshake or hey, buy this or buy that. Uh, you probably wouldn't even know what MLM they're in. Um, but they're talking about the lifestyle they're living. They're talking about the success they've had in the business. They're talking about, you know, how they've done it. Where the people that I see that I know are in LMMs that are, you know, my friends or just, you know, people I'm connected with on social media, people, you know, I get prospected from an MLM at least once a week, a multi-level marketing business at least once a week. And it's funny because I'll always tell them, hey, listen, I really appreciate you approaching me, but I really think that, you know, I can help you and maybe coach you in a better way to prospect, you know, close leads quicker, do all these things. They get very defensive and shut down. But the people that I see that are in MLMs that are posting like, oh, here's five myths about, you know, multi-level marketing that are wrong or, hey, you know, oh, do you still like your nine to five and think MLM can't make you money? Look at this check. Like those are the things where you're, you're making, you know, and I almost say putting people down, right? That's the defense, right? You're, you're looking at the negative stereotype of what people think of a multi-level marketing business. And then you're putting that out there, which people already think that. So that's not going to bring them in. That's not going to encourage them. Whereas if I see someone who is in an MLM and they're like, Hey, you know, I have this nice car. Uh, and you know, look at me, I'm going on a vacation with my family. Uh, Mandy Madden, uh, if you're not following her, is another great person to follow. She's in a, a great MLM, but not very in your face with the product. But she talks a lot about business strategy, how to do things, you know, uh, the, the the things she enjoys, spending extra time with her family, the positive things. She's on the offense, not on the defense, right? And no one likes to be cornered, right? And no one likes to feel that way. And even in business, too, I'll have clients say, well, if we do this for one client and we do this for another, isn't this client going to get upset and aren't they going to be mad and isn't it this and isn't it that? More worried about the repercussions than saying, how do we help the client we're in front of right now? How do we make the client happy that we're working with right now? And to me, that's really what's most important, you know, um, not what we're going to do to upset someone else or, or do anything like that. And, and listen, I'm not trying to be heartless here. I think you still need to play in an ethical, positive boundaries. And like I said, once again, people that are playing offense, a good offensive team in sports knows the rules, plays well, puts points on the board because they understand how to play the game. Um, And that's really all that matters, right? If we're playing more offense than defense, if we're doing more things that create business that don't make us afraid, we're going to be successful. The defense very rarely scores points in the game. And when they do, why do they get so excited? Because it doesn't happen that often. An interception doesn't always turn into a touchdown. But when it does, we get really excited. And in your business, if you're playing more defense and offense, of course, you're going to see some wins. Of course, you're going to get some things. Of course, if you're putting that post about five missed about your industry that no one knows, you're going to get one or two people that are that are going to do that. But if you teach someone something or you go on the positive or you go on the offensive you're really going to be able to 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 make that and if you play offense i guess offensive wouldn't be is offense or offense i'm not sure which one's the right one uh don't be offensive (laughs) but really it's important to sort of go in that direction you know one of the things um i'm a part of the bold accelerator with brian cristiano once again, another great guy, if you're not following him, at Brian Cristiano. And he has this thing called the Bold Efficiency Planner that I've started using every morning. Uh, between that and the time management uh, coaching that I'm getting with Natalia, uh, once again, at Natalia Diane, uh, another one of my coaches, you really got to look at, and, and what he does every day is you put the three biggest goals for the week that you're working on, you rate their importance on a scale of 1 to 10, 
And then you put what you're going to do to accomplish that goal. And really, right, great, we're on offense. We're, we're putting down what we need to do. We're looking at how important it is. You know, we're looking at where we are on the field, where do we need to score, and then we're putting what we're going to do to make that goal come into action. But then the second thing he has us do, which this is a defensive thing, right? And that's okay, right? So you see a good balance of offense. Now we come in with a defensive play, right? Because we want to, you know, make sure that we're not letting the negative score. And I love this. It's what am I fearful of or what am I putting off? And you list the three things that you're fearful of or putting off. You rate them on a scale of 1 to 10. And then how will we address it immediately? And really, when we look at that on defense and we see the problems like, why is the other team scoring so much? We address it on defense. We address it immediately, really quick. And then we're able to solve it. And if you look at that system, right? When we're setting the goals, there's actions. What will we do to accomplish this? What's the plan we'll put in place? What's the actions we'll do? And then the fear or the defensive thing just needs to be eliminated, right? So if, if your fear is like, you know, making the calls, what are we going to do to eliminate it? We're going to make the calls and then the fear is gone, right? We eliminate fears, but we achieve goals, okay? We score on offense. We eliminate scoring on defense, so, it, like I said, we need to be doing a good balance of both. Yes, the 80-20 rules in play here, right? If you're 80% on offense and 20% on defense, you're going to be in good shape. The problem is, is when we have that lack of balance, right? The problem is, is when we're too much on defense. We're too much on people don't understand my industry. People don't do well. And I'll give you a non-entrepreneurial example, right? We talk about this. Uh, I used to be a teacher. And when I taught, some of the best teachers – some of the most amazing teachers I ever worked alongside did not complain about teachers not getting paid enough, which they don't. Don't get me wrong. Not looking to have an argument here on that. Most, Some of the greatest teachers I worked didn't complain about, oh, we don't have enough time to do this or we don't have enough time to do that or the kids don't listen or millennials this or millennials that. Some of the greatest teachers I know, and even still with my kids in school today, um, you know, I see my sons have amazing teachers they've had throughout their academic career uh, and even some of the teachers they haven't they haven't had that I've seen in the school that have gone out of their way to help uh, other students. Um, one particular teacher by the name of Miss Lane, you know, saw that uh, my son Anthony needed help with something. She stepped in and did it. wasn't even one of her students. She does amazing things with her students. My son's teacher, always doing amazing things. Anthony's teacher uh, that he has as well. So the teachers that are always positive and living in that positive mindset, not on the defense, not, hey, you know, we're not supposed to do this or we don't have to do that or we don't get paid enough or the parents this or the kids that. They're not the ones that are enjoying their job and loving what they do. And I don't doubt that they have some of those feelings, right? But they're not living in those feelings. That's only 20% of what they feel. 80% is on, we're going to make this a great experience for my kids. My kids are awesome. I love what I do. I'm here to teach. any. And you look at it, any job, anyone who's passionate about their job or loves what they do is going to feel that way. So the question I challenge you with today as you're listening to this podcast is, what are you playing are you playing more offense or are you playing more defense? And, you know, in an entrepreneurial standpoint, you may say, but Mike, I'm really good at defense. I'm really good at looking at the competition. I'm really good at seeing, you know, what's wrong in, in the industry and, and looking to solve that problem. But what if I'm really, really good at defense? Okay, great. That's awesome. You know your strength. You need to play more defense. But have you found a calendar balance, either someone you're going to bring on your team or in your business where someone's playing more offense than you are defense? That's the question. That's what you need to be looking at. It's okay to play defense. And if defense is your strength, 
that's great, but it needs to be counterbalanced with offense. If you're great on defense and you're not succeeding as an entrepreneur, but you're playing amazing defense, maybe you, you, you need to find a, a team to go play with. Maybe corporate's the better route for you because you could be more strategic and help them on that because they got great offensive players and you could play on the defensive side of things. Competitive analysis is a full-time job. There's plenty of people that make a ton of money doing that. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with defense, but it can't be what you lead with. It can't be your primary skill in your business. It can't be front forwarding. Positivity always wins. Offense will always win. Over delivering will always win. Paying your employees more will always win. Go for the value. Go for the big wins. Go for that positivity. Play more offense. Play more offense. You will be happier. Your clients will be happier. And your customers will be happier. Look, I can't thank you enough for tuning in and listening to this episode of The Start Down. Like I said at the beginning, if you have not subscribed to us, make sure you're doing that on your favorite channel. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. You name it. You can find us anywhere. We are happy to be there. Really, really enjoyed the time with you this morning. Hope you enjoyed this episode as well. And if you did, send it to somebody who's maybe playing a little too much defense and needs to be playing some more offense. Or if you know someone who's playing a ton of great offense, send this to them and say, you're one of those guys that I'm looking up to. You're one of those ladies that I'm learning from that are playing offense that I need to look at. So appreciate you tuning in. www.mikefakara.com if you'd like to follow me on social media and www.thestartdown.com to subscribe to the podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. Make it a great one. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this episode of The Start Down. Once again, I am your host, Mike Vicara. Make sure you visit me at MikeVicara.com, where you will see links to all my social media, where I'm bringing content like this every day on how you can grow your business and your personal brand. Once again, new episodes dropping every Tuesday, so make sure that you guys like, subscribe, and share the podcast so that you can keep up with what's going on. Once again, appreciate you guys tuning in. I will see you on the next episode of The Start Down.